Thanks for joining us for Beyond the Pixie Dust, the first faith-based podcast for Disney fans. Together, we're going to dive deep into scripture from inside the parks, discuss the essentials of humanity like fear, joy, and grief with Imagineers and cast members, and we're going to explore what it means to live meaningfully in our modern world. And now, I invite you to join me at the Walt Disney World Resort as we dive beyond the pixie dust. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining me here in spirit from wherever you are around the world. Here on East Center Street is where I'm located today. And maybe you're listening to this and you say, well, I'm familiar with Main Street. Uh, where in the world is East Center Street? It is within the Magic Kingdom, and it's actually a part of Main Street USA. So if you were heading towards Cinderella Castle, and you were walking down Main Street, if you were heading in that direction, you look off to your right about halfway up the street, you'll see a little street that kind of dead ends there on the right-hand side. That is called East Center Street. Now, there used to be a West Center Street, and we don't have time today in this podcast to talk about what happened in West Center Street. It's really fascinating, and there's some great pictures online. I encourage you to look it up totally later. But as we're here in East Center Street right now, uh, off of Main Street, uh, I wanted to tell you a couple things specifically about this area, maybe if you haven't been here before or you've never really walked by. A lot of people actually do just that. They walk by this place, but they never walk down it. Uh, if you're looking for a quiet place at Walt Disney World, they are few and far between, but if you know the secrets, you can find them. And you wouldn't think Main Street USA, you could find a quiet spot away from the crowds. But East Center Street is exactly that. A lot of people, of course, heading down to get their Starbucks. A lot of people, you know, heading towards the castle. Uh, but a lot of people don't go off here to the right onto this street. So it's usually secluded. It, or it's always secluded. It's usually pretty quiet. Um, it's usually uh, not many people besides the, the cast member or somebody coming and shopping, kind of going down and in and out of one of the doors here on the side. Um, but it is a quiet place. So if you're an annual pass holder and you like to work within the parks or something like that, there is a table back here you can work at. Um, you know, if you just need some quiet time, obviously, you know, listen right now. You're going to be able to hear the sounds of the crowds, right? You're never going to be able to get away from that within the parks. But you're going to have that semi-quiet atmosphere here. But speaking of sounds, speaking of uh, little hidden uh, little nuggets that, that for you and your family, you know, most people obviously who have been to the Magic Kingdom, or I'm sorry, to Walt Disney World, uh, have been down Main Street. If you go to the Magic Kingdom, obviously you have to walk down Main Street to get to the hub to go anywhere else. Uh, but something interesting that you may not know about East Center Street here that you can show your family next time you're there is down at the end of this little dead-end street there is a music store. And, uh, you know, if you've traveled down Main Street before, you know you look up at the shops and, you know, there are all the names on the windows. Uh, everything, the Emporium, you know, the barber shop. Each and every piece of, of Main Street 
purports to be something else. You have a magic shop or whatever it is, right? Uh, well, down here, one of the shops that you can't actually enter, but on the second floor, there's a window that says voice, singing, music, dance, ballet lessons, advertises all sorts of music type lessons. And one cool thing about this down here is that the window is cracked open slightly on the second floor. And if you stand back here long enough and you listen carefully, you can hear different lessons happening. So you could hear maybe the ballet teacher, uh, some tap dancing sounds. Uh, a little while ago, I could hear some uh, piano playing, and then you can actually hear um, the piano teacher coming back and actually helping, the, saying, no, 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 play this again. Uh, so there's all sorts of really cool sounds. Obviously, you know, uh, we know that there's not a truly piano lessons or music lessons, tap dance lessons happening on the second floor there, but it just gives that extra atmosphere. And it's one of those little details, the Disney details, that they could have easily left out. A lot of people don't travel down East Center Street. But it is this detail that is fun to take the family that's been to Magic Kingdom a million times and you say, hey, I want to show you something off the beaten path, uh, a little detail that uh, certainly didn't have to be included, but the Imagineers do an amazing job of, of adding that in. So that's a cool little piece about that. But I want to talk to you today about the bigger picture of Main Street USA and talk a little bit about where, where we're at and, and that bigger picture of what Main Street, Main Street USA means to a lot of us. Um, Main Street in Walt Disney World is modeled after small towns in the early 20th century. So that would be the early 1900s, 1910, 1920, 1930s. Now, there's no specific year that is clarified. Elsewhere in the park, you might go to Frontierland and see uh, the numbers on the buildings. Those are actually, those numbers are representative of the years that those buildings are supposed to be set in. But here on Main Street USA, you're not going to find a specific year, and that's actually on purpose. Uh, in fact, if you notice the street lamps, say you're entering the park and you go around that town square circle and you start to head down Main Street, look at the street lamps as you first enter Main Street. You'll see gas lamps, and as you get closer to Cinderella Castle, by the end of it, you'll find that you're seeing electric lamps. Well, what does that mean? Uh, there's no year set. You see the evolution of the lamps. It's all about this idea of progress. That as you are going closer to the hub, as you're going closer towards Cinderella Castle, you are actually progressing through time that you're kind of somewhere in the early 1900s, but not a specific year. And we know, as far as progress is concerned, that Walt Disney, the founder of it all, loved progress, right? He was always talking about progress. What's the next step? How can we use technology? What can we use to, to bring the future to the now? And so progress is a huge piece of the parks and it's a huge piece of uh, Walt Disney World. It's a huge piece of Main Street USA. But as I think about Main Street USA, for me and I know for many countless others, uh, Main Street USA is arguably one of the most, if not the most, iconic locations of any Disney location around the world, from any park, uh, whether it is in Anaheim or whether it is here in, in, in Florida. I mean, it's so iconic. There's nothing like 
walking down Main Street, and much of that is due to the site of Cinderella Castle, of course, kind of looming at the end of the street. You come around that hub, and they've done it so well. You can't see it when you come through the tunnel into the Magic Kingdom, but you come around the hub, and for the very first time, you see that castle. There is nothing like that, right? And Main Street, of course, leads all the way down. Everybody's got to head down it to get to the hub, that area that's right in front of Cinderella Castle. And essentially that hub is, of course, the portal to the adventure awaiting you. From there, you might decide, am I going to go to Tomorrowland? Am I going to go to Adventureland, Frontierland? You know, uh, am I going to go to Liberty Square? Where am I going to head? But Main Street is not just kind of, let's get down here into the actual lands themselves. Main Street USA is actually considered to be one of the lands of the Magic Kingdom for good reason. You know, it's, it's for the reasons we've just mentioned. It's so iconic. It's, it's, it's so... Uh, I, you could sit here for hours, or at least I could, and, and not even need to move on because there's so much to see. There's so much to do. Uh, not just talking about shopping or going to Starbucks, but I'm talking about, you know, the, the trolleys that come down here that you can ride up and down. The, the shows that happen in the morning with the Main Street Cavalade. You know, all these sorts of things. So, anyways, it, 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 it's in its, its own land in itself. And we know why. We can feel that uh, meaning of Main Street. Uh, I was thinking about... Walt Disney and how, when he dedicated Disneyland, of course, he, he was never uh, able to be there for the dedication of Walt Disney World. He died prior to it. But at Disneyland, one of his famous quotes was, Here age relives fond memories of the past. And he was talking about the park in general, these fond memories of the past and how you can relive those. Uh, but, of, but of all the areas of Disneyland, Magic Kingdom, you know, as, in terms of the park, Main Street is a huge aspect of those past fond memories. You know, you can go to the past in Frontierland, or you can go to the past in Liberty Square and think about, you know, the 1700s, 1776. But as far as celebrating, you know, kind of that iconic small town life, that is Main Street USA. It's for Walt, it's for many of us, just that iconic past memories just stands for it all. And even those who, who visit Main Street who have never experienced small town life uh, or the seeming simplicity of the past yearn for it while visiting. You know, maybe you're from, you know, the, the, the heart of Chicago where, you know, or the heart of New York City. And yet when you come here, you've never lived in a small town. And you're like, wouldn't that be great, right? If you knew, you went to the barber shop and here's the barber shop owner and his name is on the door. Or, you know, like, we the, the people know each other and the, the shop owners are, are really nice and you get this feel when you're there as if you're in this small town and everybody knows each other and everybody's looking out for one another. There's that feeling of, man, I wish for that past, which, you know, that 1940s, 1950s, that, that iconic time, right? Or, or earlier. Um, so what, what seems to happen is not just with the parks, but just even in general, Humans have this tendency to look to another place, or maybe it's another time period, like we're talking about now. And, and what we do is we wish that we were there rather than wherever we may be in any given moment. And this, of course, is why we all have the phrase that has been repeated time and time again, that phrase, the grass is always greener 
on the other side, right? Or keeping up with the Joneses. It's this, this, this idea that, hey, if I just could move, if I could just get another job, if I could just go back in time to the 1920s, or I should say 1930s, you know, after Great Depression, if I could get into the time when things were so much simpler, then things would be better. We're always looking to somewhere else or another time or, you know, another place. If I just had that screen, big screen TV my neighbor has, if I just had the car, if I just had the promotion, right? And the danger of all of that thought, as pointed out by the famous phrase, the grass is greener on the, always greener on the other side, is that we're always so busy looking elsewhere that we miss the present. We miss a lot of where we are in that moment. But wisdom teaches us something very different. Wisdom, as far as biblical wisdom is concerned, teaches us that there's a whole different way of looking at things. So I want to uh, ask you, maybe you're not able to do this, maybe you're driving, I don't know where you're listening to the podcast at, but if you can, you could turn to a book called Ecclesiastes in the scriptures. It's called Ecclesiastes, and it's chapter 7 I'm going to be looking at today. I'm turning to it now. Um, it's found in the Hebrew scriptures, what some people call the Old Testament. And it's after the books of Psalms and Proverbs. So if you're looking for it, it's right after those uh, familiar books. It's Ecclesiastes chapter 7. And this was written by a guy named King Solomon in the history of Israel. And the verses right before the ones that we're going to look at today um, focus on some of the so-called better things that we could choose to live by. So, for example, uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, chapter 7 of Ecclesiastes verse 8 says that there's better is a patient spirit than a prideful spirit. Makes sense. Or verse 5, it says, Better to heed a wise, man, wise man's rebuke than to listen to the song of fools. That makes sense. So better to listen, even if someone's kind of correcting you and it's hard to hear, it's better to listen to that than to listen to some foolish person telling you you've got it all right and they're messing up your life, right? Okay, so this guy gives some wisdom. And this whole chapter, Ecclesiastes 7, is called wisdom. So let's see what kind of wisdom Solomon offers in chapter 7 of Ecclesiastes, verse 10, and then we'll jump over to 14. He says, Do not say, Why were the old days better than these? For it is not wise to ask such questions. And then in 14 he says, When times are good, be happy. But when times are bad, consider, God has made the one as well as the other. Therefore a man cannot discover anything about his future. So right off the bat there, in verse 10 of Ecclesiastes, we, we get Solomon telling us to not glorify the good old days. Now, I don't think he had in mind, you know, to, to say, and I'm not going to tell us today, of course, oh, it's, it's wrong for us to go to Main Street USA and, and think about how great it was back then. That's not, that's not quite it. He tells us not to glorify the good old days. He even goes as far to say here in this verse, right, it's not wise to ask such questions, like why were the good old days better than the ones we're living in now? Now, why would he say that? What is, it, what is his point here? Okay, well, let's look back at 14 again. And I'm going to read it one more time. He says, when times are good, be happy. When times are bad, consider that God has made the one as well as the other. Therefore, a man cannot discover anything about his future. 
Now that was in the NIV, the New International Version, and if you're familiar with the Bible, you ever went to the store to buy one, you'll know that there's a million different versions and different ways of, of translating the text, right? So I want to read to you in two other versions, and each version of the same verse gives us a little different take, a different viewpoint on this. So there's a version called The Voice, and it says, God makes both good times and bad times, so that no one really knows what is coming next. The Tanakh, which is a Jewish study Bible, says the, no one, the, the one no less than the other was God's doing. Consequently, man may find no fault with him, with God. Each version of that gives us a slightly different look into the meaning of why, he says, don't glorify the good old days, why we shouldn't look back to the past and want to return to it. Well, NIV kind of says, listen, like, God has made both the good and the bad days. Uh, the voice says, you know, hey, nobody knows what's coming next. Is it good, bad? God makes uh, all of them. And then the Tanakh said, listen, uh, you know, kind of the same thing in a different way. No one, the one no less than the other was God's doing. God is in both the good and the bad days. And so, you know, we shouldn't be focusing on only the good days. There's something to focusing on both. And, and, and it kind of reminds me of Jesus' words in the Gospel of Matthew. When Jesus spoke in Matthew 5.45, he said this. He said, God causes the sun to rise on the evil and the good. He causes rain. He sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. So ultimately, I think what Solomon is saying and what Jesus are saying here are, are really one and the same. They're saying, listen, there's this reality that sometimes in this fallen world, bad things can happen to good people. It's just the truth of it. We would like to think opposite, that, you know, if you're a good person, good things happen to you. But Jesus says, like, even think about the weather. You, you know, you want to have a good day, and, and a nice sunny day to get out there with your friends. You plan something, and, and it rains, right? Sometimes it rains, both literally and metaphorically, on good people. And alternatively, sometimes, very bad people get a sunny day. Sometimes good things do happen to bad people. And it's troubling, but it's the truth, right? We could be very troubled by that, but Jesus isn't denying. The scriptures don't deny that and say, hey, if you're, you're a God-fearing person, only good things will happen. No, like that's not the message of the scripture. It says, yeah, you might, you will. Not just you might, but you will face some hard days because that's the, that's the nature of this world. Bad things happen sometimes in this fallen world. But the warning of, of Solomon in Ecclesiastes is this. He's saying, don't get so wrapped up in the good days. Don't get so wrapped up in the good old days. Don't get so wrapped up in the other that you miss the beauty and the urgency of the here and the now. So we don't want to rush to something else even if it's hard. We want to be right where we're at. And so as we wrap up this episode today, I want to, I want to invite you to engage in a practice, in an activity with me. In a moment, I'm going to uh, cut the audio from where I'm at right now here in the parks because, again, we do have the music, we have um, you know, the, the sounds of, of the guests, um, but I'm going to record another segment in just a moment where it's just my voice. 
And other than that, it's gonna be silent. And I wanna walk you through being fully present right where you are so you can practice this idea today. And as we end here, and as we kind of, you know, you, you think, well, it's easy for you to be fully present where you're at because you're, you're sitting there, you're looking down Center Street, you know, you're able to take a slow, deep breath and, and smell cookies from Main Street Bakery or, you know, hear the sound of a child's excitement as they head towards Cinderella Castle for the first time. All that stuff is just exciting. There's nothing sad or bad or anything about it, right? And undoubtedly, probably as you're listening to this, you're not at Walt Disney World. But wherever you are, I'm inviting you to pause and simply be present in that moment around you. And maybe that means what you're gonna hear in just a moment is the laughter of your daughter. Maybe it's becoming aware of God's presence in this intentional silence that we're gonna have. Maybe what you're going to hear or experience is even one of those bad times referenced in Ecclesiastes. Maybe you're going to hear some screaming of your parents who are fighting. You know, um, maybe you're going to hear the thoughts rushing in, that depression and anxiety that, that come in to fill the quiet that you struggle with. But in whatever moment we're about to experience here in this practice, I want you to be fully present. I want you to stop and consider and pray and ask God to be near. So I'm going to wrap up here and then I'll be right back in the silence. Okay, so we want to take a moment to practice this kind of silence and solitude and focusing on the here and the now together. So here's what you could do. Take a deep breath. Let it out. If you're able to, while you're listening to this, you can close your eyes. And I'm gonna be silent for just a moment. I want you to notice any sort of sounds that are around you in your home, outside, wherever you're at. And whatever it was that you hear around you, Maybe it's just silence and it was your thoughts that you heard, you know, your, your thoughts speaking to you. Um, whatever you heard, I want you to take a moment and reflect. If you heard some troubling things, I want you to take a moment to pray and ask God to bring peace and joy to those who were fighting or, or the situation, whatever it was, maybe mentally, internally. Uh, if you heard some good things in that moment, I want you to, to say a prayer of thanks. So do that now. And then finally, uh, because we're so often wanting to look to something else, we wanna move on to the next best thing. We wanna think of somewhere that grass is greener, right? Like we talked about. I want you to think about and then thank God for one specific thing about your life, right where you're at, wherever you're living, in the place you live, um, with the people you're with, good or bad or in between, I want you to think about one thing that you can be thankful for. And I want you to pause right now and just thank God for that.
Maybe take one last deep breath in and just breathe in kind of that present moment. And as you do that, um, and as you this podcast ends, as this episode ends, and as you take out your headphones or you're about to get out of your car and go into work, wherever, whatever you're doing, take that moment to now leave this podcast and enter in fully present to wherever you are in this moment, not looking to the past or to the future, but looking to this present moment and the beauty and the opportunity that it offers. We'll be back with a new episode in two weeks. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We would love the chance to connect with you via social media or email. BeyondThePixieDust.com has all the links to all of our social accounts, all the ways to contact us, so see that website for some more. And additionally, I specifically want to point out uh, that in addition to our public page on Facebook, we have a private community group there on Facebook, and we'd love for you to join. We're going to be discussing further the content of today's episode there, as well as offering any encouragement that you may need in your journey of life. We want to share your story. We want to know more about you as a person and how we can all assist each other as a community. So all the direct links to all that stuff and more can be found on beyondthepixiedust.com. Hope to meet you, talk to you, inspire you real soon.